The Super Serious Sports Show with Chris Coleman and Adam Jansen. Okay, Adam Jansen, once again, it's time for me to ask you the very important question. What's caught your eye in the world of sport in the last few days? Well, the most important thing that's caught my eye is the Los Angeles Lakers finding their losing ways again. They've lost uh, two in a row after winning eight out of ten. Uh, something what else is that's... that? That is Adam Jansen clutching at straws. Yes, right. They Next. lost today. <laughs> they got smashed. They've won eight in a row. You can't sit there and call them a bunch no, of losers. It wasn't when... eight in a row. It was eight out of ten. Oh, big deal. They lost today. Oh, to okay. a... so, so hang on, hang on. So they, they've won eight of their last ten, and you're going to pick it on for losing the most recent one. It's eight out of 12 now. They lost to a Canadian basketball team. They lost to the Raptors. You know what else has caught my eye? What else has caught your eye? You came in to do the show today, and you're not sitting in your lounge room. Well, you can blame the delivery of, of my dishwasher. It's that simple. All right, well, a few other things have caught my eye. Uh, Dave Warner, uh, the Australian cricket team. Do we have to? And a little bit of... Yeah, we do. And Why? a little bit of, little bit of stuff. I don't care. Well... Speaking of things I don't care about, we're going to talk about the Penrith Panthers as well. So much going on in the world of sport, AJ, but I, I think we need to divert a little here. Um, I don't, you don't like it when I pull out our, our private chat history from Facebook Messenger, but... We're talking about the Panthers, aren't we? No, no, no. That, you, I want to talk about this. I thought we were talking about Stephen Crichton. I want to talk about this from the other day, from Monday, uh, Monday night football, so Tuesday afternoon Australian time. Yeah. I get a message from you oh, saying... Oh, here we go. ...saying... It, uh, basically pointing me to an article saying that Tom Brady may return to New England and leave the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Look, it's possible. Okay, I'll say that. It's possible. And it's an infinite <laughs> universe. All things are possible. I didn't point you to an article. I pointed you to a scoreline with the, the uh, Buccaneers yeah. losing 16-3. to 3. Well, I said it's a, it'd be a nice story, but I don't know how much he brings anymore, at which point you said, and I will quote, well, they're not winning anything in Tampa <laughs> this year and Tom won't go out a loser. Now, at that point, it was 16-3 to the New Orleans Saints, who have been awful this year, over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and there's about six minutes left to play. At 5.21 left in the game, it was still 16-3. Over the ensuing 13 plays, the Buccaneers went 97 yards, scored a touchdown. All off the back of who? Adam Jansen. Who drove? Who, who did the drive? Who did all the work? Tom Brady. Right. Then the Buccaneers... Uh, then the New Orleans Saints get the ball with three minutes left on the clock. Five plays, lose seven yards. So, with 2.29 left on the clock, down by six, <laughs> Brady gets the ball, 83 yards to go. What does he do? Marches them down the field, 83 yards, puts the touchdown on the board, extra point, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat the New Orleans Saints 17 points to 16. Now, I will say this. Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. And if you needed someone to quarterback and your life was on the line, you could not possibly, even at his age, pick anyone else. Can you argue with that? You know who I blame? Who do you blame? Mark Ingram for the New Orleans Saints. <laughs> <laughs> what was he doing? Well, I don't know. He needed one more yard. One yard. That He's is less. No pressure. That is less than the distance between you and me right yeah. now. Yeah. And he took the ball out of bounds. He was running downfield with the ball. They would have got a first down. There was no one within 20 feet of him. All they needed was the first down. It was enough to run down the clock to make it impossible for even a god like Tom Brady to, to do it. I, I, it, is not a, it is not a 28 points to three, five minutes to go in a Super Bowl comeback. But it is still a monstrously good comeback. After a few people... Uh suggested maybe that Mark Ingram should be investigated, Mark Ingram had to get on Twitter and go, I'm sick about this one. Regardless of circumstances or how I feel, I have to get that fresh set of downs for my squad. I apologise to my teammates, my coaches, 
and my city for a crucial mistake. We work too hard and sacrifice blood, sweat, and tears. I will be better. Heart emoji, New Orleans Saints emoji. You stuffed up, Mark Ingram. You made a massive, massive mistake. Uh, Quick question. Will Brady play again next year? What do you reckon? Yes, because Tampa Bay still suck and he's not going to want to go out on a team that sucks. But who will he play for? Oh, that's a good question. That's a very good question. He'll play for somebody who is a chance of doing something. He's not going to go somewhere that's rebuilding. Maybe the 49ers. Or Jimmy Garoppolo to Tampa Bay. Tom Brady to the 49ers. Quite possibly. All right. In other uh, inflated ego sports news, Dave Warner has come out and said, oh, something really boring about he's withdrawing his challenge to try and get back into the Australian captaincy leadership group and blah, 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 blah. I don't care. Correct me if I'm wrong, mm. but there were three Australian players who cop sanctions over what happened at Newlands, right? Yes, yes. Steve Smith. Steve Smith. Cameron Bancroft. Cameron Bancroft. And Dave Warner. Cameron Bancroft has been basically dropped like he's a weak old bag of dog poo. No, he got back in the team. He just didn't score enough runs. And and subsequent to that, he scored runs and he's been left out, out in the sun. Tough team to get into at the moment. What's Steve Smith doing today? Uh, that, oh, that would be... Hmm, hang on, hang on, let me think. There's a test match on... He'd be the Australian captain right now. He would be the Australian captain mm. with Pat Cummins out injured. Yep. Uh, meanwhile, the um, the day for Dave Warner has gone from bad to worse. He's out already, got that's, out for 21. That's a shame. I'm not a Dave Warner fan. I don't... You know what? I don't have the dislike for Dave Warner that other people seem to have. I don't have dislike for him. I just don't... I'm just not a fan. Okay. Yeah, you know. Well, you're welcome to your opinion. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's my opinion. I'm it's starting to wonder if he's if he's actually making enough runs to hold his spot. How many but... centuries has he scored in all forms of cricket in the last two years? I believe the answer is one. Yeah, I don't think it's a lot. I believe the answer is one in all forms of international cricket. Uh, well, he I hasn't got one. He hasn't got a big score against the West Indies in three innings so far this series against a pretty pedestrian bowling lineup. Can I float a theory at this point? Sure. I have a theory that of Sandpaper Gate, we have heard some of what happened. I don't think we've heard all of what happened. I reckon there are plenty more people who know all of what happened. And at some stage, when the statute of limitations is up, i.e. when everyone involved in that has retired and a few more years have passed and players start releasing tell-all books, one of them is going to spill the lot. Someone is going to come out with the whole works about what happened. And I have a feeling that of that... Someone, a player, and I'm not going to put names on it because I don't want to get sued, but I reckon there will be a player who comes out of it looking far worse than they already have done. Whether that is one of Warner, Smith or Bancroft, who are the three who've been punished so far, or someone else, I don't know. But that's my gut feeling on it is we don't know the whole story and someone has not told the whole truth. Wouldn't shock me if there was... uh Somebody else who was across the situation. Can you see that man out there in the hallway? <laughs> that's that's the legal guy. Wouldn't surprise me. He's shaking his head at me. I'm not allowed to say anything else. So You're not I'm allowed just... to say anything else, but I'm just saying that <laughs> you played cricket when you were younger, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I played cricket. Yeah. Wouldn't surprise me. Would not, it wouldn't surprise me in, in, in the slightest. You got anything else to throw in there? You know? No, no. Uzi no. Kawar just getting some runs in the, in the current innings. Big Canberra Raiders fan. We love Uzi. We love Uzi. We do, yeah. More than some other players. I like Warner. The Super Serious Sports Show. I don't know how much more of this program I'm going to be able to do here. That man's still staring through the window at me about the legal stuff. And Anyway, we'll move on. Uh, I'll try not to say anything else. He's staring at you, not <laughs> me. I know he's staring at me. It's very off-putting. Stop it. You're the one with form. Yeah. Well, I've never been successfully sued in my entire broadcasting career.
Successfully? Successfully, exactly. <laughs> uh, that's, that, that is the key word. That word does an awful lot of lifting. Uh, let's move on. The The World Cup continues. It's It's been funny. Suddenly a couple of days between matches, but it all starts up again later on tonight. Uh, quarterfinals, who you got, Croatia, Brazil? Well, before we get to that, I'm just having a look at the teams that are left. Mm-hmm. You know how every World Cup, there's always like some... A, a, a random's not the word I'm looking for, but you know what I mean? Random, unexpected. Random, unexpected. Mm-hmm. There's always one. So know, Croatia I... got through to the final yeah. last time. Yep. Remember South Korea made a huge run one year? Mm-hmm. How do you feel mm-hmm. about Morocco? Morocco through to the quarterfinals, I think, may be the end of their huge run. They got Portugal. They got Portugal. Yeah. Portugal will go in as favourites. So, so, well, let's see. Who? Give, give me your bracket from here. Give me your bracket. So your four quarterfinal winners, Croatia, Brazil. Uh, Brazil mm-hmm. by plenty. I'm going to go Croatia. I just have a have a gut feel there. Mm-hmm. Netherlands and Argentina. I haven't actually seen the Netherlands play in this World Cup, but I've seen Argentina twice. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Argentina. Yep, Argentina. Uh, Morocco v Portugal. Are you going to go for Morocco to go through to the semis? No, nah, I think Portugal's going to yep, win. Exactly. And England versus France. France. I'm going England. Really? I. You, you know, you know, you know my. Is that because Harry Kane plays for Tottenham? I said, look, there are plenty of there are plenty of Tottenham players left. Hugo Lloris, the French goalkeeper, plays for Tottenham as well. I can't lose. There's a there's a Spurs player on either side. Then again, in true Spurs, you say fashion. you can't lose, but wait, wait until Harry Harry Kane just sends a rocket into into the keeper and then hurts him, and then the ball rebounds and hits Harry Kane as well. That's a distinct possibility. I mean, <laughs> That'd it's be all, very Tottenham. The the the, the other flip that side, would be Spursing it up. The, the, the other side of I can't lose is I can't win, uh, and that's a distinct possibility as well. No, no, uh, England. I've, I'm, I'm going for England, and there's a reason for this. You've heard me talk about the curse of Coleman before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, I've loaded up on England on the tab. Really? I have loaded up on England, not just to win tonight, to win the whole thing. You know Brazil is still in, right? I'm aware Brazil is still in. You know Portugal is still in. I know they're still in. But I, I can't bear the thought of England winning. And so the only way I can make sure that England won't win is by betting on them. Well, I can't criticise too much. Guess who I bet on to win the T20 Cricket World Cup? Um, does it begin with A? Nope. Oh, does it begin with E? Yeah. Ah, Curse didn't work. They won. Oh, dear. <laughs> they will just look so much better than everybody else. They don't look better than everybody else in the Football World Cup. It doesn't matter. It's not how you start. It's how you finish. Do you get good odds? Seven. Seven dollars? Seven dollars, yeah. Uh. Which is interesting because Croatia's paying at the moment $8.50 to beat Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gamble responsibly. So before we get to uh, Stephen Crichton... <laughs> Are you serious? We're still not talking about that. Yeah, I don't want to, but we're going to keep on moving. I want to talk about it. Yeah, good. You can get to that later. Uh, maybe next week. The, uh, no, the, the world today. Of tennis, the world of tennis. Now, do you remember, a t- and I know you're not a huge tennis fan, but I want to point out something stupid, and you know how much I love pointing out things are stupid, especially in tennis. All right? This better not be a, ways to Im- a way to improve tennis. Dogs. I will leave. I Dogs. will leave, and I will let the man that is standing outside come in and take my place. Ball dogs. What? Ball dogs. Get rid of ball kids. Ball dogs. Uh, Think, are you can, serious? Can you imagine... Can you imagine this? Uh, um, we'll use we'll use uh, what's his name, Djokovic, right? Djokovic serves a fault. Fido goes, gets the ball, comes back, gives him a ball all covered in slobber, and then he has to try and serve with the ball all covered in dog slobber. It would improve tennis dramatically. What won't improve tennis is the return of the Hopman Cup. Do you remember the Hopman Cup? Yeah, I didn't realise it was gone. It, it disappeared. It died a, a, died a death in 2019. Uh, after yeah, because I used to watch that. Years. That's how yeah. you started your summer of tennis. Exactly. You that be... and the Rio International that mm-hmm. was in Adelaide. There you go. I can't I can't work out why it was the Rio International when it was in Adelaide. But well, the... I think it was sponsored by like Rio Underwear or something like that. Well, that's kind of silly. Anyway. Todd, Wood, Todd Woodbridge did really well, really well in it one year. So, so the Hopman Cup, mm-hmm. it, 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 it was a mixed 
gender tournament. So you had a man, a woman, and they played singles and mixed doubles together if necessary. Uh, a teams tournament, uh, and away you went. Now, the Australian tennis calendar is going to start, one of, the, one of the new things to start the calendar year is going to be a new mixed gender tennis tournament. It's going to be played in pools in Brisbane, Perth, and Sydney, and then uh, the finals of it will be played in Sydney. Okay? Okay. That's not the Hopman Cup. They're going to call that the United Cup. I hope that that's because it's sponsored by United Airlines. I'm not 100% sure. I'm not really worried. But in addition to that tournament now, the world tennis bodies have come out and said, we're going to bring back the Hopman Cup. Now, the Hopman Cup, for those of you who aren't aware, was named after Harry Hopman. Remember a couple of weeks ago I was talking about how Australia had won a bazillion Davis Cups? Yeah, it was a lot more than I thought it was. Yeah, Harry Hopman was the coach for something like 16 of those titles back in... the days when television was in black and white or indeed didn't even exist. And the tennis rackets were made of wood? Exactly. Harry Hopman was an Australian tennis legend. So the Hopman Cup being played in Australia was named after an Australian tennis legend. So far, so groovy. So the Hopman Cup, when it returns to the calendar in in July of 2023, is going to be played in... Perth? France. France? Nice. France. Now, that's nice for France, but it ain't so good for Harry Hopman. Um, admittedly, Harry Hopman won't know because he's deceased. But in an amazing move from, from tennis bodies, not only are they holding now the Hopman Cup, named after an Australian legend of the tennis team's world in France, they're also playing it on grass after Wimbledon, which is, stay with me here, Wimbledon is the pinnacle of grass tennis, right? You get you play through your grass court season to get to Wimbledon, and that's where the grass court season finishes. It is a tournament that will serve no purpose. It is named irrelevantly. It is put in there. Why not bring it in tight, AJ? This is this is this is the bit. Okay, this is the real logic bit. Okay, you used to have the Hopman Cup as a mixed teams tennis tournament in Australia, right? Mm-hmm. You bring in a new mixed teams tennis tournament in Australia. But you don't call it the Hopman Cup. Why not? They didn't have the rights to it. I, I, right? I, I, it's frustrating. It's going to be a flop. You realise that. It's going to be an absolute flop. As we're getting to the pointy end of the program, now we move on to baseball. And in nope. Major League... Ba- no, nope. no, nope. you no. Nope. You've made me wait. In Major League Baseball... You have made the- me wait. We were meant to do Stephen Crichton in it- the first segment because we wanted to talk about NRL... Because we both love NRL. We are talking about Stephen Crichton. You wanted to talk about Stephen Before Crichton. you get your baseball. Don't make me bring up the Lakers again. Okay. Uh, okay. So it's a bit of a slow news cycle at the moment for NRL. There's seen a couple of articles that are now going, you know, which coach is going to be under the most pressure this season? They Cor- haven't signed a new collective bargaining agreement. You can't sign players. Corey Allen got released from the, uh, from the Bulldogs today, and now everyone's talking about where Corey Allen's going. This is where we're at in the news cycle. Corey Allen. Stephen Crichton is the other one that's popping up a bit on Twitter at the moment. Of course, won a couple of premierships with the Penrith Panthers, made his State of Origin debut this year. Mm. Looks like looks like the Bulldogs are going to throw huge money at him and bring him across to play fullback for season 2024. So at the moment, Jake Avarillo is their fullback. Mm. Is this I'm going to ask you Avarillo? something. Yeah. I'm going to ask you something. Mm. You've seen Stephen Crichton play. Pretty, I have. pretty handy centre. Oh, yeah. Is he worth big dollars to play him at fullback? There are two arguments here, and let me counter with the the Jack Whiten argument at this point. Best centre in the game. Best centre in the game. Where's he playing for Canberra? 5'8". Yeah, exactly. He should be playing He should be playing in the centres. But he wants fullback money. He's yeah, not that good. He's not that good, no. Most of these Penrith guys, 
uh, they they to me they they're like it's like the old Melbourne side. Remember when Pete players used to leave Melbourne? Mm. Guys like Adam Blair. Remember when he left Melbourne, he went to the Tigers, <laughs> and they're not the same player. Mm. Stephen Crichton, I've got a feeling has that smell about him. He is going to be going to a club if he goes to the Bulldogs, where he's got a couple of former teammates in Matt Burton and Viliami Kickow. I just. I don't know that that's going to work out. I don't know how good he's going to be under a high ball. Penrith is, and and I, I almost hate to say this because there is a, 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 an ineffable amount of smugness about them, but they almost prove that. Crichton's it, one of the smuggest too. He's yeah, the one. He's the yeah. one that grabbed. Uh, remember Tarpany, and he pulled him into yeah. the huddle. Don't mess with Joe yeah. Tarpany, Stephen Crichton. It, it's the whole thing, you know. The 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 champion team is better than a team of champions because I don't think there's a lot of. And Penrith fans will not like me saying this. I don't think that Penrith side is stacked with champions, but I think it is a champion team. Oh, they're a great side. Yeah, they're a great Steve, team. They're Stephen, a great team. Stephen Crichton is an outstanding centre. I'm just not sure yeah. he's going to be a success at fullback. Mm. Um, they also need possibly a, a no dickhead policy because the Sydney Swans had one and that worked and it's kept that side. Who, the Bulldogs or the Panthers or both? Both. <laughs> I've, I've, the legal man's at the door again. In Major League Baseball, Aaron Judge... <laughs> Has just signed a contract for the New York Yankees. For did you hear how much this is for? No, but I saw some guy on Twitter announce that he'd signed with the Giants, and then when he realised he hadn't, hadn't and yeah. that was after calling him arson judge. That was clever too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Nine-year deal, three hundred and sixty million US dollars. That's a few cents. That's 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 a, that's a bit of money. That is the best annual uh, position player contract ever. It's forty million US dollars per year. Now he won. He was one of the MVPs, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, because yeah. they have two MVPs. Oh, this guy is good. Okay, yeah. I, I I will brook no discussion on that. This guy is good. This guy is very good. What I have loved to see him playing for the Dodgers. My word, I would. Would it? Would I have cared if I put the Dodgers into a whole extra uh, stratospheric level of, of luxury tax? Wouldn't have cared one jot. Well, you're not the one paying the luxury tax. No, exactly. But he's 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 going to be at the Yankees. He's going to be a team captain. He'll be a legend of the club, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Is that where he started? Has he always been at the Yankees? He's a, yeah, be a young uh, one club player. Yeah, yeah he grew okay. up. He grew up in California, just down the road from from the Giants, which is why I would have loved to have seen him playing for the Dodgers because he just would have stuck it right up the. So Giants. he got drafted by the drafted by the Yankees. Well, he got signed by the Yankees. I don't think he was a draftee. Oh, there yeah, you go. Yeah. Anyway, got signed. Anyway, um, it is the best positional player contract ever in an annual terms. But this is a great case of backing yourself, okay? At the start of the season, the Yankees said to him, we'll offer you a seven-year deal, $213.5 million. That's $30.5 million per year. Now, his contract hadn't expired. He said, no, I'm going to play out my existing contract. We'll talk about that later. Very quick maths. He's got himself an extra two years... And for the first, so for the first seven, he's got an extra nine point five million per year, plus another two years at forty million. There, he's come out by backing himself and winning an MVP title. He's earning an extra one hundred and forty-six point five million US dollars. That is enough to buy a state of Australia in some places. That is an awful lot of money. Look how, how, how old's Aaron Judge? Uh, I, I think he's about thirty. So he's got he's got time. He's when's got a, years, yeah. when's a um when's a baseball player normally cooked? Oh, for for an outfielder mm. and a power hitter, he could play. He can easily play that contract and be looking for an extension at the end of it. Oh, yeah, okay, and so a fair way. Yeah, and then he'll go and buy Guatemala. Uh, Adam Jansen, I will catch up with you for another edition of the Super Serious Sports Show on Monday. I had Survivor in Guatemala once.